The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Hey, Donald, you hear that sound? That's the sound of moving vans. They're coming to pack you up and move you and all of your grift and indecency out of the White House. That's the sound of the cleaning crews coming to scrub the stench of your corruption and the stains from your lies from the Oval Office. You hear that? That's the sound of the exterminators coming to fumigate all that COVID-19 infection in the air that you could have kept out of the West Wing with a face mask. You hear that? That is the sound of the wall you finally built. The security wall around the White House. What's being removed to make way for a new president. A real president. The next president of the United States. Joe Biden. Hey, Donald. Don't let the door smack you in the ass on the way out. No, but wait. What's that sound? It's the sound of the Southern District of New York. And they're coming for you. Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Ding dong, the witch is dead. The DJT is over his head. He's out, folks. <laughs> Happy inauguration eve. That's what it is, folks. That's what we're gonna call it. It is inauguration eve. And let me tell you, we couldn't be more excited to probably to get it out of the way. (laughs) It's time that we move on. It's time that we say our goodbyes and we part. Parting is such sweet sorrow, unless it's, you know, breaking up with DJT. And then for the majority of us, normal, normal thinking individuals. Uh, we think that it's a, it's a natural progression to, you know, a healthier lifestyle. <laughs> We've been unhealthy for four years. Oh. Hello, guys. Sorry to just jump right in there. It's Inauguration Eve. It's like Christmas Eve. It's like a month, 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 month and some change late. Um, but hey, it feels a lot like Christmas Eve, I have to say. For me. For a lot of you insurrectionists, uh, GOP members, uh, and MAGA supporters and patriots, it doesn't feel like Christmas Eve. It probably feels like uh, being uh, waiting for your de- turn to, to get the death penalty. It feels like a death. <laughs> That's a lot. That's how you guys are acting. I'm just saying. It's how you guys are acting. You act like your favorite uncle's dead. Everybody, no one goes to their un- to the hospital when the uncle's hurt. So stop trying to go to DJT's hospital. No one cares. But you guys do. I'm starting to think that Russia, China, and all those other places might have infiltrated the uh, election. If you, you know, want my satirical opinion about it. Because I don't think that 70 million people voted for DJT. I find it, there was only a handful of those guys, and that's the reason why I couldn't take it serious, the whole storming the Capitol. We storm the Capitol! We're maggots! That's what we do! <laughs> we were totally, like, doing a thing! The one, the one girl who was like her eyes were teared up from tear gas. I literally found out she was rubbing an onion in it, crying out those, you know, Karen tears. Oh dear. Um. So yeah, that was going on, and that's kind of why I found out. I find it difficult to report on it, like very in a newsy, um, 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 um like normal like straight and narrow manner 
It feels unreal. It doesn't feel real. So I think that those 70 million votes came from other places. It came from like just different apps, whatever apps, Parler, whatever that one is, like Telegram apps. Like I think I feel like there's smart enough people to go in there and bust in. So maybe yeah, you're right. Maybe right. Maybe you're right. DJT, they gave you too many votes. Because I, ha- I find it difficult to believe that there's that many ignorant people out there that voted for you for a second term. I just, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I feel like it's weird. And if they did, it's probably because they want, maybe you you did good for their pocketbooks. But 70 million people's pocketbooks? No, the rest were lies. And that's what Miss uh, Nancy Pelosi was talking about. She was like, you know, you, you talked a good game. You got everyone so riled up that on Inauguration Eve, we're still talking about you. We're talking about how you and Melania did never, never called Joey and Jill and invited them over for a sleepover the night before. On Inauguration Eve, every president does a sleepover with an incoming president. We all know about it. They get in their PJs. And they have all the dogs that come and they sleep around the fire and they tell camp stories. stories. This year it'd be about how ne- never to try to do an insurrection coup. Um, that would have been cool. Joey B and DJT around the campfire. Joey B been sitting there like, man, you stupid, you dumb man. This is Malarkey. His eyes, his one eye is always closed when he's talking. <laughs> Joey B like, man, DJT, man. Having to go up against you with your whole COVID mouth and you talking down to me. They just, just imagine them sitting by the campfire in, in the uh, Oval Office. I mean, in the uh, White House, in, a, in the uh, sleepover room on Inauguration Eve. And, uh, you know, see, what, what gave me away is that uh, the guy who came in with, uh, with the flag paint on his face saying hi to everybody and a very hippie. See, I don't really like hippies. He doesn't have to make enough money. He was the wrong guy to represent it. He threw it off. Now no one believes that it was a coup. Everybody thinks it was Sasha Baron Cohen who did this coup job production. And then it's really, it was an insurrection because lots of people, 70, 70 million people were mad. They're mad. You're mad. You're mad. I'm not your dad. You're mad. It's my dad. Has <laughs> <laughs> Malaki, nobody's mad about you, DJT. Those votes were fraudulent from Russia and China and wherever else. From Moldovia. <laughs> Do you have a dog? Do you have a dog? We didn't have a dog. Melania and I didn't have a dog. We didn't have a dog. But what we did have, so we had, um, we had her, her Botox doctor was always here. He, he pretty much did threading for me and her so that we didn't look so mad. We just looked excited a lot. Melania always looks very, very great. Her face almost so great it doesn't move. She's picture perfect. And when I buy the meat, buy the, when I mean picture perfect, I mean, well, pictures don't move, right? Well, that's Melania, my wife. Isn't she gorgeous? Anyways, back to the insurrections. Cute that nobody believes it. 70 million people actually did vote for me. <laughs> Joey B. You're not the president. But let's go to sleep. Where's the chef? Chef, put something in his tea. Let's give him, um, uh, what do they give the guy, the Russian guy, who was uh, talking down about... Uh, Vladimir Putin, and they gave him a poison Molotov cocktail. Give him that. Give that to Joey. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But that's what I feel like would have happened on inauguration sleepover with uh, DJT and Joey B because he's a petty, petty, petty pants, that DJT. And Joey B ain't about that malarkey. And he's partially asleep. So uh, Kamala would have had to be there. She'd have been like, hey, now I see what you're doing. I'm from LA, homie. Give me that drink. You taste that. DJT, let's mix it around. Melania, get in here. Taste that drink. I ain't tasting it. I don't even drink that drink. I make my own drink. That's Kamala. <laughs> the inauguration sleepover would have been lit. It would have been lit. This is one for the book. So how come we did not do that? DJT, you're such a hater. hater. You couldn't even do the inauguration sleepover. It could have been good. Instead, everybody's mad. And we got 20,000 National Guards ready to take on their uncles and brothers and cousins um, all across the world because of this botched 
uh, bot flop interesting coop on the Capitol Hill. Uh, I don't think personally, I, I, I don't again. And the reason why I said the whole spiel about, uh, you know, the bots and stuff in Russia, it was a joke. You know, Putin don't come after me. I don't care. I gotta say what I say. It's, you know, right now where I can still speak my f- freedom of speech and make, you know, light of all these hard hitting topics. Uh, Putin, these nuts. Um, I think, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think that, you know, not, I don't feel like a lot of people could have voted for that kind of hate. Again, unless you're patting the pocketbook. So, um, Nancy Pelosi is, is, is rightfully getting down to business. She, she can't wait for her inauguration to be over. That's done. That starts at one. It's done at three. She's going to be in there in the courtroom, taking on the, the, the uh, the insurrection. I mean, the, um, uh, what you call it? The, um, impeachment for DJT. This part two, 2.0. Like she's like about that life. And, and the people who were involved in that, um, who are part of mem- a part a party to that, which is includes DGT and other GOP members of the Senate. They want to bring their guns on the floor. She said, "Come on, this ain't no. This is not a line, country line dance club night. You go into work, you don't bring your guns to the Capitol floor because, see, you look around at the Senate and you see the color. And if a lot of those people don't look like you, to my listeners, and I know I have a variety of listeners, I have a plethora of people from all walks of life. But if you look at the now, it's starting to look pretty blue, which is really great. It means that we 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 didn't like all the hate, so we did made some changes, and people went out to vote for people that look more like them. But for the most part, those people within the House of Representatives didn't look like a lot of the people that they represent. And so it's a lot of white nationalists uh, teaming up with the white nationalists, and that's what they saw. And so that's what they wanted, they wanted, you know, look into a bit more and uh, prosecute if they have to. Because we don't ever want that to happen. We got to set an example. I don't know who DJT pardoned. I didn't get around to that news. Um, but I would like to see the list of that. But we're just doing an inauguration eve special, so we, uh, you know, we 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 just we're trying to look at the the bright sides of this presidency. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> the pardon. So I'm I'm pretty sure the people that thought they were getting a pardon by DJT, they took them literally and stormed the castle. They had three people from Beverly Hills, probably all neighbors. They got together and it's like, you know. You ready to go up to Capitol Hill and go in there and, you know, store in that Capitol? Sure. Well, the FBI came and picked them up today, the Los Angeles Times reports. Because these goofs really, like, again, pocketbook, DDT, wasn't paying his taxes anyway. So he was teaching people that way. And now they're mad he's gone because, well, Joey B wants to give people their freedom and their rights so that these private prisons won't be stacked full of black bodies. And, uh... And, and all this uh, stock that these guys have in that, well, it's probably not going to be worth much. And I think people are in their feelings about these things. And if you think about it, it's economics. It is. It's economics. A lot of this stuff is politics, is economics. You know, what's, what works for me, what's good for me. Meanwhile, Joey B didn't even get offered the, the uh, Air Force One, the governmental plane. DJT, you petty pants, you farty boot, booty. You stink. I'm so, like, done with you. Why did you, except for the fact that my podcast is, I'm going to have to follow you through all your trials in court in New York. It starts, I think, starts in New York. And a lot of your supporters will be in New York, so I'm sure there'll be a whole lot of hoopla and a whole lot of rioting and, 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 and chaos happening in New York. New Yorkers, y'all ready to move out? Some of y'all left. I know Tom and Giselle left. Brady. Um... I feel like a lot of people, New York is one of those people, one of those places, one of those cities within America that gets hit hit very hard. It's a sexy city. It is, for the people that I've dated anyways, are sexy from New York. In Boston, they often have some sexier people. But as far as, like, what happens in New York, what happens to New York, it gets hit pretty hard. 
right? So I think uh, when these trials are going on, a lot of uh, the, 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 the Patriot Party, I think he's going to start a party called the Patriot Party. Um, they're going to be there. They're going to be bad. And so New Yorkers, you know, be careful. Wherever the courthouse is, move or move from away from there. There'll be a lot of barricades set up. Um, because the FBI ain't playing. There's going to be a lot of those folks in there uh, going to court with DJT. And he, he didn't pardon you guys. He promised. So you can hold him to that. And you can be suing him. He's going to get sued by everybody. You promised to pardon me. You're going to be sitting in jail from wherever y'all went and got arrested and be writing him to get pardoned or writing him your lawyer's sue letters (laughs) you're court appointed (laughs) oh DJT you did this you did this you know we're saying God protect our true Joe Biden saying you know after every one of his speech God bless America and God protect our troops well our troops are in America Needing protection from Americans. The f- <laughs> is going on? <laughs> Saying it out loud every time. Saying it out loud puts it all into perspective. And it just makes it feel very weird. So yes, God protect our troops. Because, you know, brothers could be fighting brothers tomorrow or next week or whenever. It's weird. And we're 20,000 troops eating pizza and taking pictures with celebrities. It looks cute. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen went and took some great photos. You know, they got lost on the way to the inauguration, as Chrissy Teigen said. And so they took some photos with uh, some of the troops. And it was cute. However, it was really sad. Because it's sad to see that we have and they had their guns and it like was just so real it's like this is real folks like whoa there are 20,000 I mean, every major city LA reported that there wasn't a lot of um, concern so far but who knows then we heard that some some lady with some ladies are doing their due diligence on dating apps like such as Tinder and Bumble and whatnot. And they are saying that they're conservative. And so they get those conservative PBs to click and like, swipe right, and they'll be like, oh, so where are you? What are you doing? Do you want to go storm the Capitol tomorrow for inauguration? That's what we're here for. And then they turn it over to the FBI. <laughs> Who runs the world, girl? Girl! <laughs> I just love that. I feel like it. I feel like that's a woman after my own heart. I think it's, I mean, I'm not into setting folks up, but I feel like that'd be a good time. If you were going to set somebody up, that's a good time. Because it's, you know, it's for the, either, you either a, p- part of the problem or you're a part of the solution. And she's pro- being part of the solution. So, um,. It's interesting, but the GOP lawmakers were asking Trump for pardons, speaking of pardons. And Trump was like, no, because it's Tuesday, right? So he was handing out his bunch of pardons. That, again, I still haven't, have to find out who he gave them to. See if little Wayne got his. Little tra- traitor. Little sellout. That little slave. I mean, that little bug. Uh, <laughs> it's like, let's call the first slave of rap uh, here and have a meeting with DJT. Get him to get all the blacks to vote for Trump. That didn't work. Now little Wayne wants pardon on his gun charges. You just sold your whole people out. You ain't getting a pardon. He could say he's using that on Ivanka. Gosh, little Wayne. Ugh. I, 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 I'm not even going to go there. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, TJT said no. And it was it's kind of funny because uh, to, the cap, to the GOP, because it's like no one wants to... Um, Get, he doesn't want to give GOP members like pardons because they might turn you know him in. Be like, well, such and such, you know, they, well, he, they, I'm pardoned already, so let me turn you know DJT and Ted Cruz and Ivanka and all these people in for being a part of it. So, you know, they, they, there are a lot of folks who are looking at going to jail that thought they probably was going to be down, right? 
and then Donald Trump, before he leaves office, he's been like trying to organize a military send off again, North Korea style, Russia style. It's you know, it's not that, bro. I don't care how many you know WhatsApp calls you had with those guys with uh, Kim Jong Un and, and 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 Vladimir. You know, you're not them, and they're not you. And uh, unfortunately, if they've suggested that you get down to, to, to try to do what they do, well, you're just not them. <laughs> they somehow made it work. You didn't. You're weird. And so you wanted this big military send-off, but the military is there protecting... Uh, <laughs> you can't. There's no military. There's none. They're all working to, 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 to save the insurrectionist patriot. Uh, Civil War coup that you plan too. You can't have them send you off and protect at the same time. Protect the re- the rest of the country at the same time. It's too much. There's not enough military for, to, for to, to, to do to undo what you did, DJT. So sayonara, <laughs> DJT. Oh, you don't even think anymore. You're like, I want a big military parade send off. There's no, there's no, there's no one. You want some retired military? You don't like them because their feet. Look at. They lost their legs. They're losers. They you can't. They don't want you. Don't want to send the, the hurt vets off because you clown them for serving your country. My gosh, you're a hot mess, DJT. You don't know whether you're coming or going. You don't know your head from your head. Get it together, Baron. Do better than your father. <laughs> oh. So yeah, so Biden couldn't get the Air Force One, so he took a private jet. I was praying he was okay because he was doing the speech. An emotional speech in Delaware, Scranton, Delaware. Well, I don't know if it was Scranton, but that's where he's from. I remember him saying that a lot. But uh, at the Joseph uh, R. Bo Biden facilities, and he was crying, and he was crying, and his little eyes, his little eye that be cocked shut, shut. Was uh, Joey B? You do something to me, buddy. I like you, man. I like you, man. I think I'm going to get a lot of material off you this, these next four years. So thank you. Thank you. for Keep it keep it alive. Keep us alive. Keep us alive. No, we don't need insurrection or racism. We can, we can do other stuff. He's already done a lot of great... He's a, hey, hey. There's a great deal that he's already done. He's appointed uh, Rachel Levine for Health and Human Services role. And Rachel Levine is Pennsylvania's Secretary of Health. And she would be the first openly transgendered federal official to be confirmed by the Senate. So, bravo, good for her. I mean, it's starting to look like, see, there you go. Senate members are starting to look like people and starting to be like people. Good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. You know, everybody has their own thoughts about what's right, what's wrong. It's okay to have that. Keep them to yourself. Don't put people down about it. Congratulate people for for getting to where they're going. Congratulations, Rachel Levine. Don't let nobody tell you you can't get to where you're going, you guys. Look at Rachel's telling you that anything's possible. So it seems like Joey Biden has also the most diverse cabinet ever in the history of the United States. Ever. That's huge. Even more than, Ob- uh, than Obama. And Obama didn't go in hard like that probably because he was trying to step his foot in the toe. And black people, we, we, we were very cognitive of everything in the world around us. We try to tiptoe around, you know. The whites, so to speak, the massa, and so he didn't go in hard, and he did a lot of change. His cabinet was definitely diverse, but not as diverse as Joe Biden. Joe Biden is white, and he's hearing the people's concerns for change, and it looks like he's done it. Literally, officially, has the most diverse cabinet ever in the history of the United States. That, if that'll make you proud as an American. I don't know what does. So, again, sometimes you have to have the clownery and the buffoonery and the the really, really dark, dark place before the the, 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 the light shines. It's just like nighttime, you know? Or it's just like, you know, what? I, I, this is what I feel like. And this is what I felt like over the past year. You know, we look at flowers and we look at trees, anything that has you know, grown, right? We see the end product of it. We look at that that sunflower, we go, oh, how beautiful. Or that tulip. 
or your favorite flower. Just think of your favorite flower, that rose, any favorite flower of yours. Um, lavender, uh, daffodil, <laughs> those are weeds. <laughs> but so there's somebody's favorite. Those are actually really good. Daffodil, uh, daffodil root, really good for you. Look into it. Anyways, my point is, we look at, at, at flowers or, you know, beautiful things that have sprouted from the ground, and we see the beauty. But you know what they start off as, is they start off as seeds that get planted into the dark, damp soil. And you know what happens after that? After they get planted? Well, obviously it's dark down there and cold and damp and earthy. Well, shortly thereafter, the seed starts to crack. Ooh, cracking can't feel good. I don't know, I've never asked a seed how it feels when it's crack-lacking. But I would imagine that uh, it's doing something. And it's uh, transitioning. And so then it goes from crack-lacking to pollinating itself or embedding itself to growing roots into the soil right and then from there it starts to grow up and out of the soil that's what used to have been a seed is now starting to grow and see the light and then over time it starts to grow grow and grow until the spring comes and then it uh well it looks like what we see, the beauty, right? It looks like spring, spring is sprung. We see the beauty of it, but we didn't watch the process. We didn't watch it cracking. We didn't watch the roots digging itself into the ground, trying to get steady, firm, steadying itself. We didn't watch that. We, we saw the ending product. So all that to say, and that, it, that is kind of an analogy, not really, but kind of an analogy for life in general. I was just saying I felt like I was cracking over the last year, definitely. A couple of years maybe, but over, definitely over the last year, 2020, as with many, many others. So I won't think that I am the same. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I won't think that I'm any different <coughs> than anybody else that... Uh, See, I'm getting choked up. Actually, I was laying down and something got stuck in my in my throat. But uh, all that to say is that maybe 2020 was like like it was for me, for others, uh, a cracking and a root grabbing year. We were grabbing it. We were grabbing a hold of our ground and getting our feet solid. And DJT was the darker of the days. He was the soil. So now we're growing up out of him. I'm not saying Biden's the flower and he's all that cute. Obama was very cute. Biden, you're cute because of your personality. And you just, you know, I I don't know. You just, you just, you just always look like you're going to fall asleep at the pulpit. Um. <laughs> oh. Oh, but Kamala. Oh, but Kamala. Oh, but Kamala. She's there. She's quite, quite, quite uh, ready to go if uh, if her guy does fall asleep. I think she'll be right there backstage. Like, I got this. So, Joey. So, what Joe was saying is, is he was saying that uh, we've downsized the population in the prison system. We, you know, we did something. We weren't perfect back in the days in the 90s, but we had problems. And we now we're changing that up. Look at our Senate. So Kamala, I feel like, you know, she would, they have a lot of people have a lot of hard things to say. She was a prosecutor. She, she, she shocked those systems up full of black bodies too and blah, blah. Well, you know better, you do better. And a lot, and again, a lot of, look, a lot of people had to sit down and get quiet and get real with themselves during COVID and started to see what they were a part of. And a lot of, a lot of lawmakers were accessories to injustice speaking of accessories and so if you were accessory to injustice based on 
what you thought you needed to do in order to look right, to look like you're down with your white counterparts or with your conservative counterparts or with your whatever. And now you realize that no, the people never was about that life. The people deserved a lot more. And look at they came out and voted. And now they've shown us where they're who's who's powerful and who's in charge. And so we want to make them happy because now they're all on to us. Now they know about the midterm elections, and now they're gonna all show up. It's not just even about the presidents anymore. It's about the midterms as well. Oh yeah, it really is. And if your lawmakers ain't doing it right, you can go and try to vote them out before then too. There's a law around that. Look it up. So. All that to say is the power's in the people's hands. And we were seeds, guys. We got cracked. We were cracked. Now we're busting open and busting out of the ground. And this inauguration party looks like it's going to be lit. We have a poet by the name of Amanda Gorman. She's 22 years old. She falls in line with the ranks of, like, Robert Frost, who's my, one of my favorites. Two roads. I'll take the one less traveled. Um... And Maya Angelou, oh, and Elizabeth Alexander, those people have uh, done some speeches and inaugurations in the past, but she would be the youngest. So congratulations to this queen, this black queen, Amanda Gorman, who will be a, a part of the inauguration. I mean, I think that that is so cool. Joey B, you, you really, you sat down, you listened, you paid gasolina on your Android um, to the rest of the world, and we still all have concerns about that, but it's fine. It's, it's fine, Joey. It's fine, Joey. They're gonna get over it. That's um, Kamala. They'll get over it, Joey. You're president. No, Joey. Yeah. I love that. I'm gonna get better at doing my voiceovers. It's fine. I'm gonna be working a lot in this industry, so here we go. I gotta get better. My British accent will never be up to par. I don't want it. Throw that away. <laughs> but also, oh, I found a statistic that I wanted to share. Because it was CNN did a poll by gender of like who voted for Trump and who voted for Biden. Biden, and forty nine percent voted for Trump, if to forty seven voting for Biden of men. It is. What the? Man, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? And then the women, 66% voted for Biden, 32 for Trump. Women, we we, th- we just think we're built different. But men felt like, why did you, why did the men vote for Trump? I don't know. But it makes me concerned for, 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 for men. I don't know. It doesn't make, macho, it's a macho, it's a macho. He spoke your language. Enjoy Biden smoke, spoke Scranton. He was too sleepy for you guys. There's not a lot of good. I'm trying try to find. It's This is one of those shows. I try to find the good in individuals. Always. There's always something. Look, we all F up. None of us are perfect. They're going to pull up materials from your past. And you're like, oh my gosh, I wasn't perfect. Yeah, none of us are. Pull it all up, folks. All you can do is get better from there. But, but there... Your intentions speak a lot louder. Again, you know, we can look at what Joey Biden did in the past, making the criminal justice, you know. He didn't do reform it. He stacked it up. So did uh, Kamala, and they keep bringing that up. Well, again, you know better, you do better. And so all we can do is look forward to the next four years of Sleepy Joe. (laughs) Sleepy Joe. And uh, Kamala and Hope and that really beautifully diverse cabinet of the Biden pre- presidency. And um, and, and, and we, uh, look at all they can do is give them what we feed them. They're not doing anything different than what we give them. We, we're talking to our congressmen and women and we're writing them or emailing them and we're saying this is what I this is what I see around my city and around my ward. If you're from Louisiana or wherever around my town. And this is what we need change. And so you write it, you email them that once a week. They see it and they take it to the floor and they get voted on. They're only doing what we ask them to do. They're not doing anything different. But for not asking them to do anything, they're doing it. They're doing whatever the heck they want to do. I don't know what it is they do. Trying to keep guns off the floor of the Senate. I don't know. They'll be in there like a good old fashioned uh, 
country western film. It's so weird. You want to ride your horses up into the, into the floor too, uh, GOP members? What the heck's wrong with y'all? Look, y'all need to take that party to Florida somewhere or Texas. Find a little spot where y'all can all congregate together. All 70 million of you. Bots. <laughs> I feel like you guys are bots. But yeah, maybe you can join together inside of a computer uh, program and get together and talk to each other or something. I don't know. But uh, I think we I think we have to look for, on this, on this inauguration eve... This is uh, the last episode of WTF Landia done under a DJT Donald John Trump presidency. <laughs> I want to say that it's been real and it's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. A lot of anxiety I have dealt with doing, doing this podcast. And that's not always, not always your fault, uh, DJT. There's my own life stuff going on too. Going through a divorce, trying to be cute still after 14 years of being married so I can get married again. Okay? That's what I'm going through. It's stressful, stressful losing all those formative years and trying to be on fuego. Also, get a career, my career that I love, journalism, but get it to pay me very well. So I'm working on those things. Getting married up again at some point with a soulmate that's super, super hot and sexy. If not, do not apply. If you don't fall into that category, don't email me at WTFLandiaRadio at Yahoo.com. Okay? But if you do, then email me at WTFLandiaRadio. <laughs> also, if you, um, you know, need, 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 need this, you know skill and talent that I have then also feel free to send your contracts via WTFlandia Radio at Yahoo.com and, another, and other than that I hope that we have all enjoyed this four years of stuff we can't get back time we can't ever get back and I just hope that we um, obviously didn't enjoy that but I hope that we can do better because when you know better you do better and uh, teach our children to be well, not frumpy pants and not to count so much. Now everybody's afraid of math. I get it. Everybody's turned off by all the votes that were counted. Find a career that you love. That's one thing that I keep feeling I need to say. Find something that you love to do and do it. Because if COVID taught us anything, it taught us to find your passion. Because everything can be taken against you. Even if you were doing something well and you are making a lot of money, then you found out you was non-essential. Oof. It's like a punch to the gut. I found out what I love to do, and that's talking to you guys on um, this podcast radio show. And I am excited for it to be my full-time career. So all of you network guys, hit me up. Just write Charbothay. Hi, my name is Rosenblog from CNN. And we like to offer you a contract because you have a face for television and a uh, radio for face or whatever that lingo is. There's no couching, casting couch involved in this deal because, well, COVID. So you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, happy, happy inauguration eve. I am your host, Charbothay of WTF Landia Radio Show, baby. Later. Never seen this much security. The amount of, you know, the 20,000 National Guard troops, thank God for them, that are out there. This is unprecedented. And for the threat to have come from within, some of uh, the people who serve in this great building, having been sympathizers to that insurrection, how do you then go forward in a Congress that includes people? who, you know, some of their Democratic members have said they're afraid of them. There are people who have said, I don't know, people said they were afraid, they were afraid of their own colleagues because they see them as having been on the other side. Well, first, let's go back to Barack Obama being sworn in as president. I'll never forget while he was making his beautiful inaugural address. I just kept thinking of his mother and his grandparents and his family and how proud they and we all were of him. And then to contrast it four years later to one of the most disgusting speeches ever under any auspices, 
by a president for inauguration, a very, very dark day. So here we are now because of the instigation of that president, that dark president. We have security beyond any history or uh, just anybody ever thought would be the need. And why? Because this president has been telling people that the election was not legitimate and these people believe him. They believe a president, all right? They believe a president. President's words are important. They weigh a ton. And if you're Donald Trump talking to these people, they believe it. And they used his words to come here. So uh, that that when we talk about did our any of our colleagues collaborate, well, that remains to be seen. We have to get the evidence of that. And if they did, they would be accessories to the crime. And the crime, in some cases, was murder. Yeah. And this president is an accessory to that crime because he instigated that insurrection that caused those deaths and this destruction. So again, we'll have to see what the evidence is. And if, they, if that's the case, it's not a question of whether we're comfortable serving with them. It's about their prosec prosecution as people who are accessories to the crime. But let's see. We have other concerns with them. They want to bring guns on the floor. The disrespect that they have uh, for the institution of Congress is, is uh, so... Uh, Trent is so palpable. I mean, you can see it all the time. They, they don't think any rules apply to them. Uh, but that's another order of, of business. One is prosecution. If they uh, uh, wittingly or unwittingly contributed to the, uh, aided and abetted, the other, how they obey the rules of the house and how we keep people safe uh, who are serving here. My fellow Americans, it has been the greatest honor of my life to serve as First Lady of the United States. I have been inspired by incredible Americans across our country who lift up our communities through their kindness and courage, goodness and grace. The past four years have been unforgettable. As Donald and I conclude our time in the White House, I think of all of the people I have taken home in my heart and their incredible stories of love, patriotism, and determination. I see the faces of brave young soldiers who have told me with their pride in their eyes how much they love serving this country. To every service member and to our incredible military families, you are heroes, and you will always be in my thoughts and prayers. I think of all of the members of law enforcement who greet us everywhere we go. At every hour of every day, they stand guard to keep our communities safe, and we are forever in their depth. I have been moved by children I have visited in hospitals and foster care centers. Even as they fight difficult illnesses or face challenges, they bring such a joy to everyone they meet. I remember the mothers who have battled the disease of opioid addiction and have overcome incredible hardships for love of their children. I have been inspired by the devoted caregivers for babies born with neonatal absence syndrome and communities that give these children the support and care they need to grow. When I think about these meaningful experiences, I'm humbled to have had the opportunity to represent a nation with such kind and generous people. As the world continues to confront the COVID-19 pandemic, I thank all of the nurses, doctors, healthcare professionals, manufacturing workers, truck drivers, and so many others who are working to save lives. We grieve for the families who have lost a loved one due to the pandemic. Every life is precious, and I ask all Americans to use caution and common sense to protect the vulnerable, as millions of vaccines are now being delivered. In the midst of hardship, 
we have seen the best of America shine through. Students have made cards and delivered groceries to our senior citizens. Teachers have worked twice as hard to keep our children learning. Families have come together to provide meals, supplies, comfort, and friendship to those in need. Be passionate in everything you do, but always remember that violence is never the answer and will never be justified. When I came to the White House, I reflected on the responsibility I have always felt as a mother to encourage, give strength, and teach values of kindness. It is our duty as adults and parents to ensure that children have the best opportunities to lead fulfilling and healthy lives. The passion for helping children succeed has driven my policy initiatives as First Lady. I launched Be Best to ensure that we as Americans are doing all we can to take care of the next generation. Be Best has concentrated on three pillars, well-being, online safety, and opioid abuse. In a few short years, I have raised awareness of how to keep children safe online. We have made incredible progress on our nation's drug epidemic and how it impacts the lives of newborns and families. And we have given a voice to our most vulnerable children in their foster care system. Internationally, Be Best has evolved into a platform that encourages world leaders to discuss issues impacting the lives of children and allows them to share solutions. It has been an honor to represent the American people abroad. I treasure each of my experiences and the inspiring people I have met along the way. As I say farewell to my role as First Lady, it is my sincere hope that every American will do their part to teach our children what it means to be best. I encourage parents to educate your children about the courageous and selfless heroes who worked and sacrificed to make this country the land of the free and to lead by example and care for others in your community. The promise of this nation belongs to all of us. Do not lose sight of your integrity and values. Use every opportunity to show consideration for another person and build good habits into your daily lives. In all circumstances, I ask every American to be an ambassador of Be Best, to focus on what unites us, to raise above what divides us, to always choose love over hatred, peace over violence, and others before yourself. Together, as one national family, we can continue to be the light of hope for future generations and carry on America's legacy of rising our nation to greater heights through our spirit of courage, goodness, and faith. No words can express the depth of my gratitude for the privilege of having served as your First Lady. To all the people of this country, you will be in my heart forever. Thank you. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio. 
which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTF Landia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion, standards, or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast, or the information presented in this podcast. Party Leader. The last time the Senate convened, we had just reclaimed the Capitol from violent criminals who tried to stop Congress from doing our duty. The mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. And they tried to use fear and violence to stop a specific proceeding of the first branch of the federal government, which they did not like. But we pressed on. We stood together and said an angry mob would not get veto power over the rule of law in our nation, not even for one night. We certified the people's choice for their 46th president. Tomorrow, President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris will be sworn in. We'll have a safe and successful inaugural right here on the west front of the Capitol, the space that President Bush 41 called democracy's front porch. And then we'll move forward. Our work for the American people will continue as it has for more than 230 years.